What's up, everybody? I'm Dylan Getz, Editor-in-Chief at Central Michigan Life, and uh, we are here on Past Deadlines, our first uh, episode post the kind of coronavirus pandemic, which has turned everybody's life upside down, uh, especially here at CMU, even though there's no uh, confirmed coronavirus cases in, in Isabel County. There's been a lot that's going on over the past few days. Um, I'm here with Isaac, uh, Isaac Ritchie, our photo editor. He's on campus uh, going around on assignment the last few days. Trying to um, trying to get us some art of this crazy time that we're living in, uh, Isaac. How I'm you doing? Today? I'm doing pretty good. It's uh, it's a little chilly, but we're getting through it. Yeah, well, it, yeah, it is actually pretty cold outside. I don't know. Some people might not know that since they're all holed up. Yeah, right we're, now, which I guess is we're the supposed best to be inside, to so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah, um, and and that is the best thing you do. Practice social distancing, wash your hands, follow all those recommendations like we've been hearing and seeing on social media over the past few days. Want to get that um, off the uh, off the plate right away, right before we start this podcast. So, really, what we want to do with this podcast is I, I want to talk about some news. Um, how CM Life's been covering this over the past uh, two weeks. Um, some stories that we've uh, been working on and able to share some student perspectives. And then I really just kind of want to have a, have a conversation with, with Isaac too. How do you kind of um, take pictures of something of the absence of something, right? So nobody's returning to everybody was told not to return to campus after spring break um, when it first kind of popped off there. So I'm just going to quickly run through a timeline of uh, kind of our first big news story coronavirus news story for us was that there was no fans at the MAC tournament, which this was last week, um, Tuesday on March 10th, that -hmm. we published a story that there was not going to be anybody at this MAC tournament. And Isaac, you were there. This was really kind of felt like the first domino in the sports world to, to cut off fans. And then within 24 hours, I mean, it seemed like everything was canceled. So what was, what was it like in, in, in Cleveland that day when, the MAC tournament was going on and there was no fans. Well, you know, it was the first week really that it was, the news was hitting the U S so it was, it still had its shock factor walking into the stadium. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, all the guys wearing masks and gloves, uh, making you wash your hands, use hand sanitizer everywhere. Uh, Mm -hmm. but really it was, it was just an eerie feeling to sit on the baseline while, you know, there was a basketball game going on and looking into the stands and there were only, you know, a handful, uh, they allowed parents, they allowed parents and family and friends. But, um, as far as, you know, true Chippewa fans, there weren't very many in the stands. So Mm -hmm. it was just a really weird, awkward feeling. Yeah. I remember seeing the video that Austin, uh, Austin Chastain, our sports editor tweeted out, uh, and it and it seemed just like a, it, it felt kind of like a practice or like a you know a pickup game at the gym you know at LA Fitness or whatever twenty four seven you know it, it was uh, it just felt so weird and it didn't you know it didn't feel like a regular basketball game and it um, and it didn't help that we were in an NBA arena uh, so right. you know it I don't know how many fans it usually holds uh, maybe twenty four thousand would you think. 24,000, yeah, something like probably that. Yeah, probably around there, probably 30,000, something like and, that. And you know, to have only 200 people, maybe, maybe 200, mm-hmm. it was just yeah, just pretty empty. Yeah, surreal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, it, it, it was, it was kind of weird. And this was during that period where 
um, it was becoming really real for a lot of people. There yeah. was, uh, you know, there was, it seemed like the biggest kind of push uh, to make everybody kind of realize that coronavirus was a problem was when uh, that next day when, um, when the NBA was suspended and uh, you know, there's talk about the NCAA tournament being suspended. So there was a lot of kind of movement there in, 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 in those couple of days. So that was Tuesday on March 10th. And then on mm-hmm. Wednesday, March 11th on, at, here we got our first um kind of update from the university uh that we were going to be uh put on online classes for a week after spring break so everybody was uh sent an email from president bob davies and um he essentially said we're going to be on online classes for a week after spring break nobody returned here um after spring break if you if you have the option to stay home we don't want uh people to come back and 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 spread this virus if you or if you have been exposed to it um that was wednesday march 11th two days later friday on the 13th uh which was a week and a day ago now because we're taping this on saturday the 21st that online class kind of period extended out until april 6th um and we we kind of knew this was coming because on Wednesday morning we all woke up and saw that Michigan State University they pushed or they went online classes only until late April I believe it was so everybody you know they were kind of the first domino to fall in the state of Michigan for you know higher education um institutions so uh it wasn't a huge surprise we knew it was coming eventually we just didn't know when um but then Friday, it was extended until April 6th, and it was announced that uh, the residence halls would be open, in fact, for those who didn't really have an option to stay home during spring break or um, who absolutely needed it, which I think was a – I think that was a good call on on, on the uh, side of the administration. Um, one thing I have appreciated, and we kind of talked about this the other day, Isaac, um, is that President Davies, he's been uh, pretty careful and, and thoughtful with the decisions he's been making mm-hmm. uh, during this time. You know, obviously there's no precedent, but um, it was just announced uh, two days ago now that commencement was postponed for spring commencement on Thursday, March 19th. That was announced. And then we're going to be online through the rest of the semester. And that really kind of I mean, it kind of broke the hearts of a lot of graduating seniors, right? You're not going to be able to graduate in May like you typically would anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the kind of civil linings of that was uh, Davies actually put out a video kind of sympathizing with all those graduating seniors. You know, I'm a graduating senior, um, too. I was I was planning to graduate on the, in that May commencement. It was, uh, you know, I, I think we all kind of saw it coming, but um, I really appreciated that. Um, he took the time to produce a video and and kind of speak to us directly. You know, uh, sometimes a press release can feel a bit um, lifeless. So yeah. I don't well, know what you think of that. Well, in that video, he even mentioned that commencement is his favorite time of the year, time of the semester. Mm-hmm. And I was able to be at fall commencement this past, you know, in December. And you could mm-hmm. you could just see the joy that it, it brought President Davies and uh, you know, mm-hmm. the government, uh, CMU, everybody's making these decisions for the first time. So, yeah. you know, you got to give them some slack. Nobody yeah. saw this coming. Nobody, nobody did. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, we we heard all the stories about what was happening, uh, you know, in China and in 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 Europe when when it was spreading. But uh, I guess it, we never really felt um, or realized how serious this was until it did, you know, come to the United States. Yeah, so, I don't know. I, I I don't know how many people went on spring break thinking that they weren't going to come back for the rest of the semester. Oh you yeah, know? no. I mean, I definitely didn't. I was. We were just talking. So we've been having kind of like we're calling them desk meetings, but essentially they're just meetings through Zoom with everybody on their computer, and and we're just kind of chatting about how weird it's been over the past few days. And and literally, like, I uh, <laughs> I didn't show up to my classes the day before spring break because I was like, you know, oh, I'll just you know, I deserve this. I'll, I'll take an extra day off. Now I'm realizing that that might be the last in-person class that I'll, that I would have ever had, you know, because I'm graduating now. Like, <laughs> that's kind of sad. You know, you think about it that way, you know, it's kind of funny, but at the same time, like, geez, yeah, I'm, you know, I, I definitely didn't expect not to come back. Yeah. And I, I'm glad you kind of brought that up because we might be getting ahead of ourselves here, but, um, you know, everybody's in this together. So, you know, I think, I think a lot of people might have skipped, you know, their Thursday and Friday classes thinking that, mm. you know, they have two months left of their senior years yeah. and now now it's over, you know, not over, yeah. but, you know, going online and stuff like that. Everything's changed. Yeah, I think effectively, uh, you know, the experience of your senior year, that's over. Yeah. I mean, the classes aren't, but, you know, you're not going to, you know be able to have some of the same luxuries you did before this, even though they might not have seemed like luxuries, you know, just being in class with your friends and all that kind of thing. Uh, you know, we're all missing that now. So, um, another kind of announcement that we wanted to kind of get off, um, is that in that video near the end of that video that Davies produced about the, uh, postponement of commencement, um, is that there's a possibility that they, they do something in the fall for, for us, 2020 May graduates, um, th there's a possibility they try to lump it in with some, with the, uh, summer commencement. There's a possibility we have something entirely different, but, uh, you know, he, I think what was important about that video was it was, uh, you know, it was clear that he was going to do his best to kind of make things right for those who, you know, are missing out on that opportunity to properly kind of graduate from college, mm -hmm. which, and, and you said it. I mean, you're exactly right when you say that, you know, all these decisions are so unprecedented. I, I think that's really important, too, during this time is just to kind of proceed with caution and, and you know, uh, use kindness because, like, you know, there's 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 no way we could have saw this coming. So some some things like when the governor is making different decisions about shutting down bars or uh, restaurants and, and, and uh, making it so there's no more groups of 50 people, uh, you know, that, that kind of thing. We all have to kind of understand that, you know, th these are the things that we have to do to prevent the, the spread of COVID-19. So I think um, the things that we've done so far are within reason, um, despite some of the kind of econ economic repercussions that will happen because of this. I mean, I know I know a lot of people <laughs> off the top of my head who have lost their jobs because of this, and mm -hmm. you know we're only we're only a week or so in. Uh, some of them family members, some of them friends of mine, lots of them uh, who worked at this university, in fact. So, um, pretty pretty crazy stuff. One of the next things I wanted to get into um, some of the stories that we've been working on. Uh, one of them being kind of a off off the back of that local business information. 
<clears throat> and the fact that a lot of local businesses have kind of been struggling because the economy has kind of come to a stop. They're telling people to stay inside. So these businesses like Mountain Town or, uh, you know, bars specifically are, are really um, kind of in a rough spot now because, you know, you're you're not supposed to be out. You're not supposed to be going uh, to these restaurants. And now um, dining inside is like against law, according to, to Gretchen Whitmer now for, for a period of time to try to stop the spread of this. So we actually worked on a story and published it uh, a few days ago now on the 18th, which is a Wednesday of this week um, about some of the local restaurants in town who are now, you know, offering pickup and delivery. So, I mean, keep them in mind for some of those students. We heard uh, there's about 200, 250 students who are living in the, uh, in the dorms right now or in on campus housing. And then obviously there's a lot more in off campus housing, mm-hmm. But you know, keep keep some of these businesses in mind when you're when when you're um, you know when you're thinking about ordering Jets Pizza or whatever. You know, there's lots of local places that are doing pickup and delivery because of this. You know, just to name a few, Pizza Nello's, great stuff, Dog Central, um, some of the popular places like the Cabin, Hunan House, um, Taco Boy. You know, Max and Emily's they're still doing carry out at Taco Boy and Max and Emily's. So. Um, you know, if, if you have the ability to, uh, definitely try to support those local businesses because it's going to be a rough, rough time. For yeah. Them. I, I went downtown today actually. And, you know, just to, you know, weekdays people are down there still because they have to work mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But I really wanted to get a sense of what it was like on the weekends when people are usually walking around, going out to eat and stuff. Yeah. And I met, and I met a guy, his name was Ryan Stry and he was the manager at, I know it's a chain, but Jimmy Johnson, he really talked about, you know, how their sales are down 50%. Uh, they've had to lay off. Wow. They've had to lay off a bunch of people. Um, and mm. his and his company is ready to go like this route with just delivery and stuff until July and August. So, you know, it's, it's gonna, yeah. and I don't even, it's probably affecting local business even, even more than a place like Jimmy John's. Mm. Well, well, that was some part of the issue with some of these businesses. They're not kind of equipped to do delivery. Like, right. You know, on, on this story that we published, there's a whole list that are ju- of, of local businesses who are only doing carryout because they're just not equipped for delivery. Mm-hmm. Places like Robert's Bakery, you know, Ponder Coffee Company downtown, uh, you know, um, you know, Taco Boy, Max and Emma's, like we said before, Summit Smokehouse, uh, John's Country Burger. They're, they're just places that... Um, typically wouldn't deliver and they're not equipped to deliver during this time. So um, it's very, it's going to be kind of a weird period for businesses. I, I think, um, you know, the the Western game being moved to Detroit is probably the last thing that these local businesses are worried about yeah. now. I mean, it's, um, you know, it's, it's, it's sad to see that, but this will kind of ravage um, Mount Pleasant's economy here for, for a long period of time. So, one of the um, one of the other stories we've been kind of working on, like this kind of goes off the same kind of student employment and people losing their jobs, is uh, Evan Petzold, who's our managing editor at Central Michigan Life. He um, did a story just talking to some students and getting some perspectives about uh, what they're going to do now because when this coronavirus stuff hit, nobody really expected that all their, you know, the, like they would be out of work. But there's been a lot of, you know. All the CMU athletics um, employees, student employees, for example, like there's literally nothing for them to do. You know, it's been kind of a weird period. 
not really sure uh, what they're going to be able to do. And, and, and that story, I think, offered some kind of humanity to, you know, obviously we know that uh, all these cancellations are going to severely affect, you know, people's paychecks. But um, that just offered a little bit of, you know, human interest and, and uh, some real stories in there. So that's that's been good to see. Other things have included um, SGA, for example, the Student Government Association. They still have to um, conduct uh, uh, campaigns and they have to elect a, uh, a new president for next year because Jake Hendricks and Lindy Rose are graduating. So our current student body president and, and vice president are graduating in May. Um, there's three candidate groups who <laughs> essentially what they're doing now is running their campaigns online and you know they they already voted online but this is going to be something that nobody's really used to mm-hmm. there's a lot of people associated with cmu and other countries who are kind of feeling trapped you know some former athletes some uh professors some students even who are in the study abroad program one of the cool things i saw the other day in fact and, and we're probably going to publish this start pretty soon is that the uh we have a model united nations class in the political science department um, and they, they emulate the world health organization now after what has happened. And, and before, obviously they were modeling the United Nations, but they've kind of transitioned and now they're working as the world health organization, right. To kind of come up with a way to, um, combat this, this virus and this kind of panic, uh, which I think, you know, it's kind of silver lining. Uh, a lot of professors and students are adapting, to the times so that's been that's been cool to see yeah this this week has really been a period of adaptation and i think you're going to see a lot of new things next week too you know we talked about all the stories that have been coming out but there's probably going to be the same amount if not double the amount of stories next week to do especially Mm -hmm. with everything that's changing and will continue to change yeah yeah i mean obviously there's been a ton of cancellations one of the one of the cancellations we just kind of broke the news of a couple of days ago was that wale concert that's not going to happen anymore mm-hmm. um, the powwow powwow is not going to happen anymore you know pretty much anything big that would have more than 50 people it's it's canceled now which um you know, i believe are, it's the right thing to do but uh at the same time it, it really sucks yeah those are things people look forward to and you know now now they're not going to take place so Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just double checked, but the, uh, the Michigan data, there are now 787 confirmed cases in the state of Michigan. Um, and then we are up to five, um, deaths from those cases, um, which, you know, it seemed like just two days ago, there was only 300. Um, it's, it's been rising, more and more every single day. And that's, you know, partly because we have more testing, but also because, you know, some of these people were sick, you know, a week ago, they might not have been practicing social distancing. They might not have been quarantining themselves. A lot of people are showing, um, some people, I guess, um, who do have the coronavirus aren't even showing symptoms for it. So it's kind of going around and, and people aren't even noticing. So on that list, is there any in Isabella County or are we still, uh, yeah, nope, not yet. Um, we checked it again. There is one in Clare, which is neighboring Isabel County. There's a couple in the neighboring counties here, but there's still not one in Isabel County. It was re- it was originally reported that there was one in Isabel County yesterday, Friday, 
Um, and that turned out to be a mistake on the, on, on the state's behalf. So we had to kind of correct that because we reported that number, obviously, too, when it came from the uh, the Michigan website. So um, and still, when none, I, still none in Isabella County. And when we say there's none in Isabella County, we say there's none that are known. No, no confirmed no cases, confirmed. right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, and I went uh, a few days ago to the mid-Michigan Health and talked to Vicki, the ER manager, and she said it'll mm-hmm. be probably – you know, at the time, 10 days before things really pick up in Mount Pleasant. Uh, and by that, I think yeah. she means the amount of confirmed cases. And, you know, we're just we're just days away from that now. So uh, mm-hmm. not looking forward yeah. to all that, but it's inevitable. And we just need to keep doing our best to kind of corral this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, Mount Pleasant, it's slowed down a significant amount. But there are still people. There's people going around. They're going to work. Um, you know, if they still do have their jobs, there's people. There's people kind of out and about. They're going to the grocery stores, obviously, to try to stock up on some goods, um, just in case we do, you know, have to shelter in place or anything like that. Um, it seems like uh, Gretchen Whitmer, our governor, is trying to avoid um, that as best as she can. Um, but it might just come down to, you know, we might just need to at, at one point. I know Illinois has been told to shelter in place, which is a neighboring state of ours, New York, California. They've both um, been told to shelter in place. So um, it might just be a matter of time, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, Isaac, I kind of want to get your perspective a little bit. You've been kind of going around campus the past few days and and uh going downtown like you said before what have you seen you know is it does it just feel kind of eerie um what's that like you know this past week trying to do my best covering coronavirus in mount pleasant i've seen people hoard toilet paper i've seen you know i've seen good things too i've seen the school handing out lunches uh so you know people are helping each other and then, like you said, Mount Pleasant still, you know, it's hard to tell that anything's really going on. But once you step mm-hmm. on campus, it's just desolate. There's nobody yeah. here. Like you said, how many students are there? Yeah, there's about 200 to 250 students. So, um, you know. Still living on campus. Very far between. And I, I actually, yesterday was my first opportunity to step foot on campus for a while. And I spent about four hours in the morning just going around campus, trying to document each building, each and every building. Uh, and it's just, it's just bare. It's yeah. Yeah. I, I've, I've gone to campus just, uh, you know, a small number of times just to go to our, uh, the CM life office, in fact, uh, which is in Moore hall, on campus and and every single time it's just been kind of weird and eerie you know there's a few professors um obviously but most professors have their doors closed most offices have their um doors shut just because they don't want you know people coming in i mean they're open for business right yeah um yeah it it, it, it's just kind of just kind of weird and i tried to (laughs) Um, i tried to get into the engineering and technologies building on east campus and the, all mm-hmm. the main doors are locked and you have to enter through a side door same with and spa uh pierce head doors locked so um which is which is good because you don't want people coming in the main doors there but um yeah 
Yeah, it's just kind of it's just kind of eerie on campus. I mean, I'm trying to avoid campus as much as I can. Luckily, I think I got everything that I need from from the office uh, to kind of continue from home. But it's just, um, you know, I don't even really know how to describe it because it's something we've never seen before. And I actually think this is something I wanted to get your thoughts on. Uh, I think CMU was actually at an advantage having spring break, you know, right before this all happened. So everybody was kind of gone before. I know MSU had to almost kick kick people out of their dorms because of mm-hmm. because of the new regulations and stuff yeah we did uh honestly yeah that's 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 a good call we did kind of get lucky you know we were, we had the ability to just uh tell most of our students just to stay home from spring break um which some other universities in the state didn't really have that same luxury they were you know their spring break was either a week later or you know whatever happened but um you know, I think uh, for the students who were able to just stay home after spring break, that was good. Obviously, we offered a couple of programs to be able to come and, and get some extra clothes or whatever you needed from your dorms. Um, but it, it's been a – we kind of got lucky in that sense. But even then, you know, uh, you know, higher higher education in the state of Michigan is kind of scrambling to navigate this thing at the moment. I mean, this is normally a time when um, – you know, high schoolers are making their final decisions about where they want to come in the fall. I mean, yeah. what are we going to do? Are we going to bring them to campus and tour this, you know, empty place, you know, this, this place with, with essentially nobody here, with no lights than, on, you know, essential staff. Yeah. With no lights on. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to have some, some wide ranging effects. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean that's and that's most of the things I wanted to hit uh, during today's podcast. We're going to be doing another one uh, with a few seniors who have been affected by this uh, change. Obviously, you know this is their last semester, and we're all planning to graduate. So we're just going to kind of have a discussion about how we're going to all push forward and everything um, in, in a future, you know, post coronavirus, you know, episode. But uh, I think that's all we got for now. Is that, is that right? Isaac, anything you wanted to add before we, before we uh, sign off? No, I think that's it. I think that's, uh, I think we pretty much covered everything. Uh, you know, continue to wash your hands, uh, mm-hmm. hunker down in your apartment or your home, uh, get some board game board games going. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Animal Crossings, if you have it. Animal Crossing, that's that's also a great way to pass time. Uh, I can I assure you. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think I think you covered it well, and and I think we talked about most of the things I wanted to hit. So be sure to wash your hands, practice social distancing, and and be safe and be well out there, everybody. Thanks for listening. <laughs>